0: Get out with the big bang yeah you know me Get out with the big bang you know me Get out with the big bang yeah you know
1: me Get out with the big bang yeah, you know Every last home Get out with the big bang yeah you know me Get out with the big bang yeah you know me Get out with the big bang yeah, you know All of them want to leave And welcome back to potent projections otherwise known as PP I'm one of your co-hosts, EJ Hurt. I'm here with my other co-host, Chris Tressel. Chris, how are you doing tonight?
2: Doing great. Got brownies in the oven about eight minutes out.
1: Oh, wow. Wonderful. We'll have those during, uh, and clean brownies, to be very clear to the people out there, because uh, Midtown is a drug-free zone. Correct. Um, And I forgot to say, from the penthouse of Midtown, powered by the Beacon Center, what would we do without them? Um, this week we are big matchups, big week. It's kind of a pivotal week five, I feel like for a lot of teams, especially what my team, uh, you either going further down the hole or rise, uh, scraping their way back up towards the top. Not other, other teams don't have the same issue that I do, but anyway, we'll move on. Sk- Chris, you can do your weekly, uh, rundown of the sky weekly.
2: You know, usually when I start the sky weekly, everybody is ready for a five minute rant. Of me just spewing facts and just how the ranking should have been done. But, you know, for the most part, Sky, I think he did a good job this week. I mean, yeah, Asa took down the Giant, a.k.a. the Juggernaut, a.k.a. Undefeated, a.k.a. the Weekly Bonus Collector. Big props to Asa. And keeping him at 10, I think, was accurate. Allen at 9 was accurate. EJ and Hunter at 8. That's questionable. I think they could have been at seven above Tim, but, you know. I think Sky has always had
1: a lower kind of ranking of my team, and so I've kind of accepted that at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, Sky, I was genuinely surprised to see you put yourself at six. I thought no way on God's earth, on threat of death, would you put yourself below the top five ever. On threat of death. Uh, And, you know, so props to you for getting it right on your ranking. Um, Gary at five, he's won two games in a row. I mean, I think he did a good job. Chris at four, playoff team, yeah, but I I think I should be higher than two and two Logan. Um, I think that was really where you struggled. Logan, I think, should be number four. I should be number three. And then I think Josh and Austin are interchangeable. I would probably give it to Josh just because of the adversity he's faced this year. I mean, when you came out with your whorish rankings before the season started, I think you had Josh finishing in the sewers. I think that was a
1: very emotional number one ranking for Austin. I mean, it was a big jump. And on the big performance from his team, he really, uh, from from Sky's perspective, gave him, that, gave him that jump.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you drop 200 points, you know... You do deserve to be high up in the rankings, which Austin did. So, you know, overall, Sky, pretty good. Well done. Two thumbs up, Sky. Good job.
1: Here with us now I have Mr. Skyler Lewis, the owner of the Chubb Hub 3-1, earning their first loss this week. Sky, how you doing?
0: Wow. Chubb Hub here. Chubhub's doing as chubby
1: as ever. We're doing great here. Oh, and how? Can, and I, sorry, I completely forgot to add the title uh, of owner of Sky Weekly. Um, so the inspiration for this podcast, and we just wanted to give you a round of applause for the great work that you do over at the Sky Weekly. I
0: thank you. It's very appreciated.
1: We actually, we actually heard that the Sky Weekly and the PP are two of the highest ranking of journalistic integrity. In the northwest, did you know that?
0: That's what I heard, and I heard that the Sky Weekly just edges out the PP.
1: Yeah, I hear that our, our journalistic integrity can go down the uh, pooper sometimes, uh, but you know we try to keep it clean here. Uh, and so, first, I want to ask, uh, how how do you feel coming off your first loss of the season? Well, it was it was kind of expected when you have five injuries on your
0: team, as well as two players that were on the COVID game that didn't play. So I'm not too worried about my team at all, really, especially going into a Week Five matchup against a pretty easy opponent, to be honest.
1: Oh, and uh, who's your opponent, just to share with the viewers out there?
0: Co-host of the PP, Chris Trust Cook Trussel. That's who I'm playing this week.
1: Uh, I see. So, so I'm, I'm assuming you seem to be feeling pretty confident about your matchup this week.
0: I am. I am. Uh, I actually mentioned in the chat, which got released, that I might not be playing a second quarterback this week against my opponent.
1: Really? Um, no second quarterback? That would be quite quite the play.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I have two great quarterbacks on my roster. Just one of them is on a bye, and I'll actually leak some more information that I have gotten three requests uh, for a trade for a specific player on my team this week alone, which we shall not name that player.
1: Really? You don't want to give any inside, uh, special inside info for the folks out there? Nope, well, it wasn't Nick Mullins. It wasn't Nick Mullins, man. I really do wish I could get some of me some Nick Mullins. He's a star player on that team that just got benched. I do That's like I do like starting benching, uh, getting quarterbacks to get benched, Skyler. I, I hope you know that. As you know, <laughs> you know. earlier this year with uh, Maserati. You know a thing or two
0: about that.
1: I would, yes, and and this is an interesting matchup this week, I think, Sky, because yeah, you're struggling with injuries, but then. Uh, Chris comes into this matchup with Aaron Jones coming in on a bye and Julio. Who knows what's going to happen with him? So he could be missing two of his top players uh, as well, which would be very interesting. Make I think make the matchup very interesting, even if you did play two quarterbacks.
0: You know, I, I think it is pretty interesting, even if I do play the two quarterbacks, because he's, you know, he's going to be starting Latavius Murray and Malcolm Brown this week. I mean, I think that's got to be like a bottom three running back combo this entire season right there and I have Derek Dump Truck Henry of course that's going to be starting for me this week obviously if they don't have a COVID by this week but I feel like I have a huge edge at running back but when you look at wide receiver I have Calvin Ridley he has Julio Jones who looks to be hurt so I might have an advantage there but it's going to be a close call I don't have Godwin this week I obviously don't have Nick Chubb for the next six weeks so I think it's going to be a really good matchup to watch this week.
1: And, you know, Skyler, I, I, I agree that it is going to be a good matchup to watch this week. But I do have a question for you because you proclaimed to the league that your three guys would put up a ton of points in that last game and then Calvin Ridley puts up a stinker and a goose egg. How do you feel? about I mean, because Julio didn't play most of that game and he just completely disappeared. How do you feel about that?
0: You know, I'm not too worried about it. Matt Ryan actually has a history of that with Julio Jones in the past, of where Julio Jones can sometimes just fall off off the face of the earth, really. And uh, I I was watching a recap of the game, and there was a couple instances where Calvin Ridley just got wide open. One of them was in the end zone, I believe, in the second quarter, and Matt Ryan just didn't even
1: see him. So it's, it's not that I have an incapable wide receiver. It's the fact that Matt Ryan doesn't have eyeballs. Matt Ryan does not have eyeballs. You heard it here on the PP, folks. Um, enough, uh, enough about that matchup. What is the matchup that you're looking forward to watching this week, other than yourself?
0: Another matchup this
1: week. I know that um, Austin plays Josh. And do, do you want me to give to you a rundown of the matchups this week? Yeah, that
0: would
1: be. So, great. so we have myself going up and Hunter going up against Logan. Uh, we have Tim going up against Alan. We have you going up against Skylar. Austin versus Josh, which is a big matchup. And we got uh, Asa versus his dad.
0: You know, I, I'm going to have to go with the other, the other matchup of the three-in-one teams with the cookie monster Josh Bandoli, and the team grown. I don't know if we can swear on this podcast.
1: We can. We can ass, you can. Ass man. We'll just right bleep there. it out later because this, this is a family show. And I will say we're a league that loves statistics and loves
0: projections. And I'm looking at the matchup right now, and it says Josh has a 52% chance of winning this game.
1: Wow, that's going to be a close one.
0: So I'm looking at the matchup. I mean, I think that Josh has the slight edge at quarterback uh, just because uh, Austin is playing Justin Herbert the pervert uh, from Oregon, and Josh has Patrick Mahomes, of course. I think it's going to be a good running back matchup because – Josh, this week. He lost the uh, Austin Eckler to injury. Mm. So he's bringing in David Johnson off the bench. And then we got Austin, who's coming off a really good week, starting two tight ends. So I think he had 12 points combined between them, and the rest of his team had 201 points. So I think it's going to be a really interesting matchup to watch. I think the biggest thing for me, though, is their wide receiver threes. We look at Austin, he has CD Lamb as a wide receiver number three coming off, I believe, a 25 point game last week and they're playing the New York Giants this week. So mm. CD Lamb could be in a big in for a big matchup and Josh has Cole Beasley in the third spot. So it's going to be interesting to see this wide receiver matchup and it looks like Austin's only starting one tight end so that's another thing to look out for. Yeah,
1: I think he's was that 2 weeks in a row that he started two tight ends?
0: Yep, and now he's got DK Metcalf huh. in the
1: flex because yep. I believe because he's playing Sunday night, playing the latest game. That's what I kind of read from his roster, but but yes.
0: Oh, yes, he's he's a big suck-off for Sunday night games, as I've heard. I even That's heard true. that Austin loves Thursday night games, too, maybe even more.
1: Yeah, there's actually uh, exclusive info here on the PP that Austin's favorite football is Thursday night football. You heard which it here is, first on the PP. Which is quite, I feel like, a guilty pleasure for him. Like, he hasn't... He's made it very public that he does not like it, but, uh, but that's just not the vibe that we get here on the PP.
0: I think he's a Thursday closeter.
1: I think, <laughs> I think a Thursday closeter is the uh, perfect way to put that. And I think a perfect way to end uh, this interview. It was great to have you on, Sky. And we look forward to more of the Power Rankings and the Sky Weekly. We appreciate the work that you do. And
0: Thank you, PP, for having me on. You guys do some great work. Keep it up.
1: Any final word? Thank you, Mr. Lewis. We appreciate it. Any final words for Mr. Trussell, your opponent this week?
0: Uh, let Truss Cook is not going to be cooking this week.
1: Wow. You heard it here, folks. All right. Thank you, Scott. Bye-bye. And for our first matchup of the week, we have Tim versus Allen. Tim versus Allen. Chris, who do you got in this one?
2: Wow. The Battle of the Dads. Um, Griswold... I'm gonna vote against them this week solely based on some of the trade offers he sent me. Um they were disgraceful at times, while at other times they were relatively close to being fair, but you know, when your quarterback is Baker Mayfield and you're off their offense puts up forty eight points last week and Baker didn't put up more than fifteen, nobody wants a part of that. Um I don't know how long James Robinson can keep playing, how he's been playing. That's going to be tough. Hopkins, obviously good. Allen Robinson has shot way up since the emergence of Nissan Nick or Big Dick Nick. Um, Family show, Chris. Come on. Family show. Um, Will Fuller last week played well. Um, George Kittle dropped a 40 bomb last week, you know. From what EJ said, he cost a lot of people, a lot of money, by not catching that two-pointer. I believe the over was 46. Mm-hmm. 46, and it sat at 40. No, no, no.
1: The over under was 44.5 or something like that. 45.5. And, and it was at 44, and the two-point conversion would have sent it over. And he dropped it. It was, Which was crazy, because he had, what, 11 catches? 12 yeah.
2: catches? Caught all of them but that one, so... That's some bad karma coming George Kittle's way this week. Um, whenever you cost people. When you kill the over, yeah.
1: it, you can't have good
2: coming. Your yeah, way. that's not good. And then Jonathan Taylor, um, I think he could have a good week against that feeble Cleveland defense. And then, you know, I'm not going to bet against Lamar Jackson on Allen's side. Um, Matt Ryan, if he plays like last night, there's going to be problems. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary will have a big week. Odell, I don't know what the hell he ate, but whatever he did, he should do. Maybe somebody pooped on him before the game. I don't know, but whatever it is, keep it up. Tyler Boyd, Robbie Anderson, yeah, you know, I think, I think Allen's gonna pull this off this week.
1: I think Allen. All right, I'm gonna pick against you on this one. I think Tim goes uh, takes his team to two and three. Uh, his team's been on a bit of a tear lately. If you didn't play Austin last week, I believe he would have won because he was the second highest scorer. Am I correct?
2: You are correct.
1: Way? Yeah. Um,
2: not surprised.
1: Yeah, not surprised. And we'll go to our first ad break, brought to you by the um, probably the biggest, biggest group that we have brought on to the PP. We're actually completely honored to bring them on.
2: We are truly an honor. Mm-hmm. You know, last week we had the dumpster fires.
1: Yep, and so you know how big of an honor this really yep. is. It all starts
0: with an idea. But you can never tell where an idea will end up. Because ideas spread. They change. Grow. They connect us with the world. And in a fast-moving world, where good news moves at the speed of time and bad news isn't always what it seems because when push comes to shove We all deserve a second chance
1: to score. Dunder
2: Mifflin, limitless paper in a paperless world. And I'm here with Asa Smith, Um, Asa, how are you doing tonight?
0: Chris, I'm uh, coming off a good win this week, and I'm looking forward to beating Gary. Uh, I'm just excited and excited to be on the show.
2: Yeah, well, we're excited to have you. You know, it may surprise our listeners out there, but we had a matchup last week where you defeated me, something that nobody's been able to do. Um, I don't think that
0: surprises anybody,
2: Chris. I uh, Well, agree to disagree, but I wanted to take tonight and interview you personally instead of hide and let EJ do it, because that's how I am, you know? You no, know,
0: I appreciate that. It takes a big man to do that after such a historic loss.
2: Oh, well, I wouldn't say historic. I mean, I've lost one game. Some There's rumor going around the league that you took down a quote-unquote giant. You're known as. You the, know, Chris,
0: I'd like to make a point that I think this week there could be an argument that I took down all of Midtown. So not only you a 3-0 and team, although a fake 3-0 and team in my opinion, but also EJ and Hunter. And I'd just like to uh, just float that out there to your listeners.
2: Well, you did take down a 3-0 and team. Um, I would not say fake by any means. I mean, top four in points going into last week, um, mm-hmm. winning the bonus three weeks in a row. I'm glad that somebody got to experience what it was to win that bonus. I was getting tired of it. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm legit. You had a good week. I would say I had a bad week, but you know, I just wanted to get your thoughts on, for one, what led to the blockbuster trade with your father?
0: You know, I have this opinion on trades. I think they shouldn't be about big names and going after someone like that. I think trades, in essence, are all about shifting the composition of your team to maximize your chances of success. I took a good, hard look at my team after going 0-3, you know, like any good owner would do. And I realized, you know, the makeup of this team is not what's going to get me to the playoffs. So I needed to make big choices and big changes. And I feel like that's what I did. You know, Kamara came out and had 21.8 points. But if 23 touches 120 yards from scrimmage is just another day, you know, I'll take that.
2: Well, that's fair enough. I want to get your response to the following. A lot of people, including myself, think you gave up way too much for Kamara. I mean, Michael Thomas, wasn't he your fifth overall pick?
0: You know, he was my fifth overall pick, but I feel like people who would say that just have a fundamental misunderstanding on the value of a player like Kamara. I think he is the most valuable asset in fantasy today, and I don't think that I paid too high a price uh, with some in- with an injured player and some other you know solid players, but I don't think that's too much to give up for Kamara when I had other people to plug into my team.
2: Well, you also gave up Cooper Cup, who's in that high octane Rams offense. I mean, they can put up points, and consequently, that trade ended up costing EJ the game last week, along with the Judy- Julian Edelman stroke. But uh, I can tell you from sitting next to my co-host that when Cooper Cup caught that bomb, tempers were high on that side of the house. and so You know,
0: I, I can't say that that doesn't bring me joy, and I also can't say that that thought wasn't going through my mind when I made that trade.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you did do something that I think EJ and I would have just dreaded you did beat us both essentially but you know i'm i'm happy where i'm sitting you know four weeks into the season if you would have told me being three and one was an option i would have said heck yeah take that all day
0: yeah i think i think that's fair that you're there and you know after the way my season started with those injuries and dealing with various players underperforming you know i'm happy with where i'm at after um resetting in week four so Basically, to me, this is a
2: whole new season, and I'm 1-0. and out. Right, that's a good way to look at it. We're in the second quarter of the season. Um, Definitely. You know, I want to get your thoughts on this week's matchup. I believe you're playing Gary? Is that it's correct? It's true. It's Battle of the Smiths. Battle of the Smiths. So tell me a little bit, what's going on in the house? I mean, you guys just traded each other last week. You had a trade today. Um... You know, some people are saying, why don't you guys just swap rosters? Um, You know, it's a funny thing because Gary and I were talking about that and made a similar joke
0: about how practically a third of our team has just been swapped. But Gary's a good opponent. You know, as we saw last week when he beat EJ, uh, he has a couple wins under his belt. And so I'm not, you know, overlooking him. But I'm very confident in what this team that I've assembled is going to do. And you know I'm not done either. I'm always looking out for more trades. If anyone wants to retweet my phone number is 509-670-6330. Um Always looking to improve both our teams.
2: Well, hey, that's good to hear. Um, my last question for you is: Being one and three, going up against two and one, uh, or no? What is Gary? What is his record? He is two and two. Two and two. He's two and two. Going up against two and two, Gary, is this a must-win for you if you want to have any chances of securing that fourth or third spot?
0: I'm just gonna say that all of my losses so far have been to teams that have been the second highest score in the league, and so if Gary is the first or the second. I think that that's gonna be, uh, you know, a tough, tough thing to beat. You know, obviously I can't beat him if he's first, but you know, I really think that he has to perform, and so it's on him. I think that. I'm projected to outscore him, and I'm confident that that's
2: going to work out for me. Well, it's going to be an exciting matchup to watch. Um, Asa, I want to thank you for your time. Congratulations on that win. Um, I look forward to playing you later this season, where, on the record, I'm willing to bet you in advance right now $50 that I will beat you in that next matchup.
0: You're willing to
2: bet me $50? Yep, that our next matchup I win. Well,
0: Chris, you know, I would love to discuss that. Um, and I'd say that I'll do $70 right now. And I'd also like to tell everyone that Chris refused to cash bets for $20 this last week that we played. Um, it wasn't on the winner of our game, but how on the performance of a particular player. But that $20, I will add to your offer right now and make it 70 here and now.
2: So seventy for our week. What is it? Ten matchup, eleven matchup.
0: Week twelve.
2: Our week twelve matchup, folks. Asa Smith and I. Asa Smith and I have agreed to a seventy-dollar wager. So.
0: All right. I'll look forward to shaking your hand.
2: I will too, um, Asa. I hope you have a great night, and thank you for your time.
0: Thank you, Chris. Have a good night.
2: And in our second matchup that we're going to be analyzing, we've got Goof versus Asa. Well, some people might say Asa versus Goof, Goof versus Asa. I mean, they just switched teams. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, this one is going to be weird to break down, Chris, because like you just said, they they almost essentially have swapped teams. What is it, six players? Five
2: players? Something ridiculous.
1: Six or five players from each team swapped in the last four days which is quite incredible. And uh, we don't really know what to make of it. We don't know. I personally think that Asa got screwed on these deals. I know I made that very clear to the chat. Um, I think Gary made away like a bandit on this one. Um, Especially since, I mean, Asa couldn't have known, but especially since Chubb got hurt, I think that really made that trade better. But I think even before that, for me, it was uh, advantage Gary. And I think because of that this week, I'm going to pick... Team Magic, man, I think he's riding a streak. Uh, he had a close victory against uh, my team this last week, and uh, his team's really kind of riding a wave of confidence. And a lot of his players like th- that he did get from Asa, uh, I like in their matchups this week, and I think that they have a good shot at putting up a, a good amount of points.
2: Yeah, you know, I want to read this text from Gary. I was texting him today about... Oh, I'd love to read one as well after you. The trade raping that took place in that house. Family show. The trade... How do I say this? Molesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's much better. um, Gary said, I couldn't believe I got so much value for Kamara. And I responded with, EJ and I were thinking Asa was drunk or something. And Gary responded to, he was high as a kite. You know how high he is. Dot dot dot. He said, "Your own father thinks he's got the best of you. If you lose this week because of that trade, I might look for a new place to live."
1: <laughs> I may look for a new place to live. Interesting. Yeah, and I mean, Gary and I quote said, "But I don't think the trade was fair to him once Michael Thomas returns." And you know, I. <clears throat> I couldn't agree with him more. I, I don't think it was fair, and I'm not really exactly sure why he went into it. And we'll see, I guess, in the end, who it plays out for. Because in the end, it's not about what we think. It's about the production of the players. And, um, and who, yeah, who do you got in this matchup?
2: I've got Gary because I think he won the trade, but also because Asa is playing Golden Tate, who, if our viewers don't know, had a little scuffle with Jalen Ramsey. Something about Jalen Ramsey getting Golden Tate's sister pregnant and then leaving her for a stripper. You know, Asa, I'm not going to support any player that gets in a tussle on the field.
1: (laughs) Play the game clean. Just like
2: this show, it's a family show. That's right. Play it clean. So I'm going with Father Time, Gary. Father
1: Time, (laughs) Magic Man. However you spell it, he's coming out with the victory. And next we got... Austin versus Josh. Josh versus Austin. Big time matchup this weekend. One versus two in the Sky Weekly Power Rankings. Chris, what are you thinking about this one?
2: You know, this is going to be a tough one. You know, I don't know if Austin's going to get 100 points from his Dallas players again. Um, If that doesn't happen, I think we're in for a big shootout. I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes. He's playing against those Raiders who... Josh Allen last week made look like a bunch of schoolgirls. Teddy Bridgewater and that Carolina team are revived. They must have taken some of the, what is it, rim or something to defeat Corona that Donald yeah. took. They must have watched Bridgewater to take Terabithia. Yeah, oh, that's right. Um, Chris Carson going up against that Minnesota team that doesn't know whether they want to smoke a six-pack of cigs before the game or go out and play some defense. Um, and then, you know, looking at Austin's team, is Joe Mixon going to drop 40 points on the Baltimore Ravens? No. Is Dak Prescott going to throw for 500 yards? Probably. <laughs> is Herbert going to do anything next week? We don't know. Eckler's out. Which... Well, and many,
1: much of the that New Orleans defense is actually decimated. Uh, uh, so depending on if they're able to come back or not, I I don't know the status on those players, but uh, that could be interesting.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. And then, you know, Gusecki... Going against the 49ers is never an easy task. As much as we don't like them, they are a solid defensive team. So I'm going to go with Josh by blowout. By blowout, you heard it here.
1: Uh, I'm also going to back team Throw Me the Damn Ball slash Cookie Monster. He's changed his team name. We're going to see if that changes the juju for Team Mandoli. So PP is all with Cookie Monster. Let the man eat. Let him eat. Let him eat. That's right. And uh, uh, again, since we have so much respect for uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, Dunder Mifflin, we are, we're bringing them back on for a second act. They, uh, we just, we have just an astounding amount of respect for them. We just couldn't give them a bigger stage, could we, Chris?
2: No, it's not often that somebody can get two slots on one show. No, that's right. But Let guys, alone this show. Yeah, with all of our millions of viewers.
1: Yeah. yeah, they had to be the exception. So, hope you
2: enjoy. Sitting in my office with a plate of grilled bacon. Call a man flat just to see what was shaking. No, so Mike, our town is dope and pretty. So check out how we live in the electric city. They call it Scranton! What? The electric city! Scranton! What? The electric city! Lazy Scranton, the electric city! They call it that because of the electricity! The city's laid out from east to west, and our public parks and libraries are truly the best! Call poison control if you're bit by a spider. But check that it's covered by your health care, care provider. provider! Plenty of space in the parking lot! But the
1: Welcome back to the PP. We go from Electric City to Electric Pity in the matchup for of Chris versus Skyler coming off of a loss each, the two undefeated teams in the league. And uh, I'm going to let Chris take this one away because it's his matchup and we all kind of know and we uh, have our opinion of this one. And in my interview with Sky, we did get to delve into that matchup as well. So go ahead, Chris.
2: Skyler. I say this to you coming from the hills of Normandy as I get ready to storm the Nazis. I have never felt more confident going into battle than I have tonight. You are going to get blown out in every aspect. Russell Wilson and Ryan Tannehill are going to cook up some of the meanest and greenest banana bread pie you've ever seen. And if you're not sure what that means, that's really good. That's as good as you can get. Tyler Lockett is gonna redeem himself against a Minnesota defense that really is has nothing to play for. Michael Gallup, he's not gonna have a bad performance. Higgins, fault well, is being captained by the Bengal King, Joe Burrow coming off his first win last week. Joy B. Historic fashion. Um, and, you know, Leonard Fournette, I think, this week's going to have a just huge week. Meanwhile, you got Big Ben, who was clutched in a wheelchair this morning. Reports. That's coming from Ian Rapoport. Um, You can look that up if you don't believe me. Derek Henry. It's not about Henry anymore. It's about Tannehill. Melvin Gordon against a solid... New England defense, you're screwed. Calvin Ridley, did he even put up a stat last week? Uh, he did not. Did not register a single catch. And Keenan Allen, that's, you know, he might do well. Well, he's going up against Marcus Lattimore on that. Well, that's true. Let's yeah, you know so scratch that. Being he's got...
1: shadowed by Lattimore is always a struggle. Yeah, yeah,
2: I agree. AJ Green's done nothing. Hayden Hurst, looks like fucking chicken with his head cut off. Devontae Freeman, I didn't even know he was. Eligible to play. I think he retired like six years ago. Um, and then your Denver defense is going to get blown out by Brian Hoyer. It's not going to be close. Slash Camden. Slash There's Camden. still the potential that he does play, Chris. Slash Stidham. Yeah, actually, yes, I feel I believe Stidham,
1: actually. And when he came in that game, he, he looked pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah he did. Um, so, you know, I think this is trouble in paradise for Skyler. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sky, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I'll let EJ interject for 30 seconds, but you're dead. You're going to 3-2. and two.
1: Yeah, you know, as much as I, it absolutely pains me to do this, I'm going to be rooting for Skyler this week. I know Chris probably thought I was going to pick him, but I'm not. Not a chance in hell. I think that even though Skyler has a decimated roster actually i would say pending that he actually does play a second quarterback because if he does play a second quarterback i'm rooting for sky and i assume he will so that's what i'm going to be picking and locking in mortal lock of the week skyler versus chris skyler takes the victory that is your mortal lock the EJ, first ej hurt mortal lock that you've heard on this show and uh, chris is not too happy about that one but you know what we don't uh we don't think about the snowflakes. Here, we just, we we say how it is.
2: And before we conclude this, I would like to read Skylar a poem. If I Don't Make It Home. If I don't make it home, please remember it wasn't because I didn't try. The last thing I wanted was to make you cry. I wanted more than anything to make it back to you, but there was a job I just had to do. As you were sleeping through the night, we woke to the sound of gunfire, and I knew this would be my last fight. It's my job to keep you safe and free, and to do that, I will give every ounce of me. I am a soldier who will defend until the very end, but that comes at a cost I know I cannot mend. Keep a picture of me beside the bed and kiss me goodnight. Imagine my arms around you, holding you tight. (laughs) Don't forget my lips. Family show! Family show! Don't forget how my lips felt on yours or my soft caress as our clothes <laughs> fell to the floor. Remember the warmth of my breath as I whispered, I, lo- I-, I love you in your ear. Just because I'm gone, my love doesn't disappear. I know I broke my promise to be here to wipe away every tear. You've cried a million of them every time you wished I was still here. Please forgive me for leaving you so soon, but my country called. And needed me to go four and one. Have fun being three and two. Okay. I don't know what the hell that was.
1: But we're going to roll with it, folks. You know, sometimes mental health takes over and you just can't control it. And we're going to be looking into uh, getting Chris help sooner rather than later because this is just, that was something that I did not expect to say the least. By the way, um, that was
2: from familyfriendpoems.com. Look it up. Great site. Hey, I'm just going to move
1: on to our next matchup because I don't even know how to dignify that with a response. And it's to uh, my matchup on the week, playing against Logan, the, the commish. And uh, i got to say, uh, this my team is, dare I say, scratching and clawing to get out of the hole that we've dug ourselves in. But I still believe in my team. I I like some of the players, not all of them, that I have. uh, And I'm going to back my team on this one and say we get the win strictly on the fact that I would not ever root against my team. And uh, I know Hunter, given ourselves the power ranking, uh, the coaches' poll, given us the number one ranking. I know he believes in our team, uh, which is just fantastic. And I think that we're going to come out and get ourselves a win against uh, an unlikely matchup for us.
2: What do you think you win by?
1: Uh, blowout fashion. Whoa. Well, a defined blowout fashion, which not necessarily a blowout. What do you think on this one, Chris?
2: Hmm. I think DJ wins by blowout. Really? Oh. You think we win? Yeah, you know, I think Logan's gonna be on a skid. His defined skid in midtown terms is two games in a row. That's right. It's so,
1: currently riding on a skid as our team.
2: So I think Logan's looking to take over the skid champ, and you know, I just don't see Josh Allen dueling against Ryan Tannehill. He's just outclassed, outgunned, outmanned, out everythinged. Um, yeah, Logan, you're you're kind of fucked, and you know. I didn't want to say that because you're the commission. I respect you. But this roster you have assembled is nothing to write home about. So, yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I can't get over that poem. Chris, that was one of the weirdest, funniest things that I've heard. And our viewers, I apologize. I really do. I need to apologize again because that was horrendous. And, oh, man, I just. Yeah, mortal lock of the week, EJ. Uh, I'm going to give my mortal lock. My lock, my other lock of the week, EJ going up against Logan. You can see I'm clearly rattled by that. Uh, And so is Nala. She's actually distraught right now, uh, crying tears of sadness because of how horrible that was. Uh, Moving on to our closing, we got highest score and matchup to watch. For me this week, I believe... That Josh's team will be highest score on the week, and I believe that the matchup to watch is. I'm actually gonna uh, give it to myself and Logan. I think that that's a uh, good matchup. It's um, my team's underrated, being a one th- at one and three. I do believe that, and and so for me, that's that's the game for me to watch this week. I know I haven't picked my matchup in the past, but uh, this week I'm going to.
2: Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to be the highest scorer of the week by a long shot. Team played bad last week. It's not going to happen again. That's why I was 3-0. You know, that was the one bad game I could play. So I'll respond with blowout. Um, the closest game, I think, is going to be Austin-Josh with Josh getting it. And before we conclude, I would like to give our viewers the... Can't lose parlay, 14 parlay. I've already locked it in. I literally just submitted it because this is so good. Tampa Bay Bucks 4.5 on Thursday night against the Bears. The Atlanta Falcons, minus 2.5 against the Panthers. Dan Quinn is fighting for his life and his job, so you can expect Atlanta to come out and win by 2.5 points or more. The Cardinals beat the Jets by seven or more, and the Eagles are going to either lose by seven or less or blow out the Steelers. And a $40 bet on there wins $408. So, book it. Mortal Lock. Mortal!
1: To all our viewers out there, we we appreciate you. And uh, as we say here on the PP, Believe in yourself, but not as much as Chris Trussell believes in himself. Thank you, and goodbye.